This is VOA News. I'm Tommy McNeil. U.S. military aircraft airdropped thousands of meals into Gaza and emergency humanitarian aid. Some 38,000 meals are being provided in this first round. President Biden announced the mission Friday, days after a deadly stampede in Gaza and shooting by Israeli authorities that left more than 100 people dead. The loss of life is heartbreaking. People are so desperate that uh, uh, innocent people got caught in a terrible war, unable to feed their families. The United Nations says about one quarter of Gaza's two million people are facing starvation. And President Biden has called on Israel to do more to help. We should be getting hundreds of trucks in, not just several. I'm Jackie Quinn. Meanwhile, senior U.S. official says Israel has essentially endorsed a framework of a proposed Gaza ceasefire and hostage release deal, and it's now up to Hamas to agree to it. The sinking of the Rubimar cargo ship after an attack by Houthi rebels highlights the risk associated to the Red Sea from Houthi attacks. VOA's Alexis Strope with more. A vibrant fishing industry, some of the world's largest coral reefs, and desalination plants supplying millions with drinking water. They're all at risk from large amounts of fertilizer and oil spilled into the Red Sea by the sinking of a cargo ship attacked by Yemen's Houthi rebels. Officials on Saturday said the Belize-flagged Rubimar sunk after taking on water in the February 18th attack. The vessel was reportedly carrying 22,000 metric tons of tox fertilizer and had already spilled enough heavy fuel to trigger an 18-mile oil slick through the critical waterway. Experts warned that more environmental damage could occur as the Houthis targeting of vessel traffic over the Israel-Hamas war continues. I'm Alexis Strope, VOA News. This is VOA News. In a speech on Saturday, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz says that the NATO or European Union troops will not be sent to fight in Ukraine. Details from VOA's Jeff Custer. Speaking at the Party of European Socialist Election Congress in Rome Saturday, Schultz said NATO does not want a war with Russia and will do all it can to prevent it. But he said continued unwavering support for Ukraine remains key to defeating Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion. The war in Ukraine ends the moment that President Putin decides to withdraw his troops. However, we will only take that decision if he realizes that he can't make any gains on the battlefield, that he can't dictate an unjust peace. Therefore, our ongoing support for Ukraine is key to restoring peace in Europe. Jeff Custer, VOA News. Lawmakers in Pakistan's National Assembly have elected Shabazz Sharif as the country's new prime minister for the second time. Allies of the imprisoned former Premier Imran Khan in Parliament shouted in protest against his appointment on Sunday, alleging rigging in last month's elections. Following days of negotiations, Sharif's Pakistan Muslim League party and his uh, supporters formed an alliance after the February 8th election, whose results were announced after an unusual delay because of nationwide mobile phone outages. Authorities said the cutting of communications was necessary to avoid militant attacks on candidates and security forces. Pakistani authorities say heavy rains across the country left at least 29 people dead, 50 others injured, collapsed houses, and triggered landslides that blocked roads, particularly in the northwest. About 23 rain-related deaths were reported in one province alone, bordering Afghanistan since Thursday night. Five people died in the southwestern Baluchistan province after floods swamped the coastal town of Gwadar.
forcing authorities to use boats to evacuate people there. AP correspondent Mimi Montgomery reports on ongoing tributes for Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. The mother of opposition leader Alexei Navalny bringing flowers to his grave a day after Russia witnessed thousands of people turning his funeral into a large display of dissent. Under heavy police watch, thousands are bidding farewell to Navalny after his still unexplained death in an Arctic prison. The situation at the cemetery in Moscow is said to remain calm, but there are reports of makeshift memorials being destroyed in other cities. A rights group tracking political arrests say more than 100 people are in detention after going to events in Navalny's memory. The funeral follows a battle with authorities over the release of his body. I'm Mimi Montgomery. I'm Tommy McNeil, VOA News.